Foreman podcast should not be interpreted as legal advice and are intended for general information purposes only. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us today as we discuss investing in Colombia. Burr Foreman, we're a law firm with offices all over the Southeast United States, including Columbia, South Carolina, but we're actually talking about investing in Columbia, the country today. We're just starting this conversation because on April 21st, our firm is hosting and co-hosting a webinar with ProColumbia, where we will have the opportunity to share even more detail. My name is Ty Rufner, and I'm a partner in Burr Foreman's corporate practice group and a member of the firm's executive committee. I'm joined by Paola Garcia, who is the Vice President of Investment at ProColumbia. The investment promotion agency tasked with positioning Colombia is a good place to do business. Paola has lived and worked in Spain, having spent more than 10 years there in roles in Madrid and Sevilla before returning to Colombia in 2013. Paola, thank you for joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about what ProColumbia is and what it is trying to accomplish? Thank you very much for having me. Yes, of course. ProColombia is the government entity in charge of promoting non-traditional exports, international tourism, and foreign investment into the country. So basically, what we do is we have a network of national and international offices that offer support and essential consultation to companies that are interested in doing business with Colombia. Basically, the key factors that we try to tell companies are that we have a sound economy, we have a privileged geographical location, and high connectivity that makes Colombia one of the most attractive countries in the world to invest in and to outsource services to the world. It sounds like you have a number of opportunities in Colombia, but to be more specific, I mean, what are your your current focus areas to attract foreign direct investment to Colombia? Well, we're we're quite goal-oriented. So basically, our goals for 2021 is to attract 8 billion U.S. dollars in foreign direct investment. That would be in 140 projects. We're targeting anchor companies or whale companies, so those big companies that are very well recognized all around the world. And also, we have an objective of attracting two mega investments. That's two investments that are for over $300 million and that generate more than 400 jobs. One of our focuses is to reactivate our economy after this pandemia, after the COVID-19 situation. So basically, jobs creation is one of the great focuses that we have. We have an objective of creating at least 75,000 jobs. All all of this through a red carpet strategy where we want to make life easier for investors that are coming to Colombia. A nearshoring strategy where we are seeing the opportunity of companies that are relocating their operations to be closer to their final consumer and very much connected with all of the embassies that we have all across the world. Excellent. Well, it sounds like, you know, there are an awful lot of, you know, projects and awful lot of goals that are set up, which are very significant goals. What particular strategies and tools is ProColumbia currently implementing to achieve these goals to foreign direct investments? Okay, so I would say it's plenty. So most of our our tools are oriented towards economic reactivation. So basically, we have three specific pillars. The first pillar is on the ease of doing business, basically. So improving the business climate. How are we doing that? We are working hand in hand with the IDB Bank, for instance, to set up a single window for investment. So that's this one-stop shop where the investor can come in and he has everything he needs at hand to be able to create their company and to be able to have move their investment forward. Forward. We're also working on creating a, a, what's called internationally an ombudsperson, which is basically the defensor for the investor. So this would be at a very high level, almost at a presidential level. Uh, we're also working on giving like the digital leap for ProColombia and for the government and for Colombia 
per se. It's not a secret that I think all IT-related companies during this era have been growing, have been expanding. So we, we need to focus on that as well. And our red carpet strategy, which will make life easier. So this for, for the ease of doing business. On the other hand, we have our nearshoring uh, strategy where we have a wide number of tools. So basically, we just launched a new version of the free trade zones with more incentives for companies to set up their operations in Colombia and export to the region. Also, we have the mega investment incentive that is uh, companies that invest more than $300 million and generate more than 400 jobs or if it's to, related to IT, 250 jobs will have special tax conditions as well. They will also be able to have a, a, an accelerated depreciation of their assets, and they will be able to sign the legal stability contract with the government if they apply to this mega investment incentive. We have just launched as well a couple of weeks ago what we call the special tourism project. So we're looking forward to having more infrastructure for tourism in Colombia. Before the pandemic, tourism was one of the areas where we were definitely growing at double digits. So we hope to be able to come back to that after all of this crisis goes through. So special tourism projects as well. And the third pillar, I would say, is strategic and regional measures. So we are seeing certain sectors of the economy that we want to develop very quickly. And we are setting, moving forward with tax incentives to be able to develop operations in these uh, types of sectors. So that there we have sectors such as what we call the orange economy, which is creative industries that have special tax incentives, agribusiness, forestry, for instance, to be able to have like more tree planting in our country. Uh, also, all of the energy efficiency projects, there's tax incentives for non-conventional renewable energies. We have been working quite hard to diversify our energy matrix, so we have incentives there as well. We have incentives for tourism infrastructure, a very special holdings regime, which is also beneficial for companies that are, we want them to see Colombia as the destination for the hub operations as a holding. I think that with these tax incentives and these measures, we are attracting these types of companies that we want to our country. Excellent. Well, we've talked about initially, you know, some of the, the goals and we've ran through some of these strategies and it seems like there's a multi-pronged strategy to, to attract foreign direct investment. I think it would be helpful for our listeners to kind of hear about some of the successes that have happened over the past couple of years with ProColumbia, some things that have, may have happened, and in particular, any of the successes that have happened you know, during the pandemic, because we know you've been working hard throughout 2020. So some information about that would probably be very useful. Yes, of course. Um, since we started uh, this government administration uh, about two years and a half ago, ProColombia has supported the arrival of 482 projects in non-mining sectors. These have been valued over $17 billion and have created more than 175,000 new jobs in the country, in, in Colombia. So basically, it's been quite dynamic. This obviously confirms the country's potential for foreign investment attraction and results in advantages in terms of competitiveness, employment, and development for, for Colombia, of course. Only last year, in 2020, we supported the arrival of 197 foreign direct investment projects for over $9 billion. And this, of course, surpassed the expected goal that we had, especially when these are projects that have been happening 
during the COVID-19 situation. So I think that's quite positive. I think we have been focusing on those sectors that have had very fast reactions to the pandemic. So basically, IT-based sectors have been leading the investment in Colombia, by, for sure. So we, we are considering to be like, we want to become the new Silicon Valley of Latin America. We are seeing that the Center for the Fourth Industrial Revolution, the World Economic Forum, was set up in Colombia, in Medellin, to be able to develop strategies and develop public policy on technologies such as Internet of Things, such as blockchain and artificial intelligence. So we are seeing a lot of movement there. During the pandemic, we had very well-known companies such as Amazon, for instance, announcing a thousand new jobs being created. We also had IBM establishing its cognitive center for innovation, the largest one in Latin America. And we are seeing a lot of companies looking into the new sectors that are being developed, sectors such as non-conventional renewable energies. We are seeing huge projects in solar and wind power. So this has been a, a huge change in our dynamic. We used to have an energy matrix that was 70% dependent on hydropower mostly. However, we have been changing this dynamic with all of these tax incentives, and now we're having more wind power and more solar power. So these are just some of the cases that we are seeing moving forward. What about countries? You, you, you've discussed the industries that are, have been attracted, but what countries in particular have been showing an interest in making an investment in Colombia? Well, the investments that we have been receiving are from 46 countries, so they're quite diversified. However, I would say that the first country to invest in Colombia historically has been the United States followed by the United Kingdom, Spain, France, Germany, so much of the European Union. We are seeing more dynamic from Asian countries such as China, Japan, and South Korea. And from the Latin American sector, I would say the largest investors have been Mexico and Chile. Well, going forward basis, I mean, there's a lot of motion, a lot of success, but looking forward, what what are the largest challenges that you see in continuing to attract foreign direct investment? I think the challenges are very much related to the COVID situation that we are going through. I think the challenges are to be able to reactivate our economy, to be to be able to generate uh, jobs once again, to, to come back to the same levels where we used to be in the past. We had a history of growing, very fastly growing middle class, and that obviously has paused during this pandemic. So we hope that through foreign direct investment and through the creation of new jobs, we will be able to get back where we were. And uh, of course, this is also backed up positively by, by the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank that say that we're going to grow uh, amongst 4.6 or 2-5% of our GDP regarding last year. So I think that's quite positive and we're very optimistic. Excellent. Well, we, for our listeners, I mean, we've, we've already announced that Burr Foreman is going to be hosting a webinar on April 21st where we're going to offer you know more information about ProColumbia. But outside of that, if any of our listeners would like to know more about investing in Columbia, where, where can they go? What resources are available? What can they research? Well, I would tell them to please contact ProColombia. So basically, we have a commercial representation that is quite wide worldwide. We're present in more than 30 countries. In the United States specifically, we have uh, representatives in Miami, in New York, 
in Washington, Chicago, and Los Angeles. So you probably have an office nearby wherever you are, and we will be happy to assist you. And uh, of course, go hand in hand with all of the information that you require to be able to develop the business in Colombia. We have many examples that reflect the interest of the world investors in Colombia, specifically from the United States, which is the world's largest investor in our country. And the investment is diversifying. So, uh, so, so I would like to like perhaps comment on some of those cases. As a result of this nearshoring strategy that we're developing in the United States, the construction software company Command Alcon, with headquarters in Birmingham, Alabama, in the United States, announced that it's opening its operation in Bogota, the capital city of Colombia. The company will have its support center in the country, and it, as a hub, it will serve several global, global processes of Uh, of this company for the region. The firm will, will start operations with around 50 people to be uh, and continue to expand from there. So this is one of the examples that we have of companies from the United States that have been setting up their operations in our country. Paula, thank you very much for joining me today. We look forward to continuing the conversation with Francisco Santos Calderon, the ambassador of Colombia to the United States, and Javier Oritia Escobar, Director of Foreign Direct Investments with ProColumbia during our webinar on April 21st. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast and we hope you tune in again in a few weeks at the webinar.